and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 196. We are so close to 200 of There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. That's me. I am Nixie. And I am still Grace. Wow. I know. Even after 196 episodes, guys. <laughs> uh, today we're watching SG1, season 9, episode 3, Origin. 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 A.K.A. Fuck the aura <laughs> in their fucking faces. That's my A.K.A. You know what? I don't even know if I'm going to edit that to be child-friendly when I post that on Twitter. Fart the aura. <laughs> Hashtag fart the aura. I actually like that better. It's funnier. <laughs> A.K.A. Fart the aura. Okay. Right. Um... You know, I was I was trying to come up with something more to discuss before we get into the episode, but um, um let's pretend that in the last week I watched the movie The Lighthouse. Okay. With Willem Dafoe. Cool, because I hadn't even heard of that as being a movie. It is a movie. It's I don't know if it's technically a thriller or not, but it's got some thrillery elements. Mm-hmm. But it's Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. And it's made by the guy who made The Witch, which is a thriller. Also hadn't heard of that one. Um, let's pretend that I watched it and it's amazing. So and he also made Stromboli. Can I? Delicious. Can I tell you that because um because we mentioned before we met because of we watched it listened to the Nerdist podcast. Uh-huh. I now no longer can hear the name Willem Dafoe. Willem without going Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. That's uh, he was just on the podcast again. Was on, he on the Nerdist podcast? Yeah, I, I'd s- I think probably promoting light, the lighthouse. Yeah, I just I literally can't without doing that in my head. Defoe. Um, we'll pretend that happened, and then I am getting closer to completing the map in Zelda. Uh, this week, on there's no place like Tara. Nixie completes a Zelda map. Well, okay, I'm not. I haven't completed the map yet. Oh, and this is Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I did, however, there is one tower that if you play Zelda, you know, there's a tower that has a whole bunch of little electrical witches and shit around it. And this tower has been the bane of my existence because I, th- I hate them and I haven't been able to kill them. This week on the Snowplay Sector, Nixie battles electric witches. I finally, I finally defeated it and climbed the tower. I was very proud of myself. Yes. But now I've discovered there's guardians that fly. And fuck them in their fucking faces. Up the butt. Okay. I wish I had guiding bold. Up the butt. <laughs> I like it. I'm for it. Um. Where are we? Oh, that's right. Vala fucking died. Okay. Yeah, but she came back. Yeah. She came back. We have uh, a new guest star for this episode. Oh. One, Mister Louis Gossett Jr. Yes, I do remember seeing that face. Oh yes, very distinctive unmissable face mm-hmm. um there's another one the guy the ori guy is a person isn't he no he just looks like a person oh. i mean he is a person um he however i oh he, for the longest time i thought it was timothy dalton oh <laughs> because this came i believe this came out around the time that um he was in doctor who and so i thought it was him because I wasn't paying super attention. Um, I could have sworn... I thought... You know what it is? I think... His name is um, Domest- Julian Sands. Domestic partner boyfriend Jesse recognized him from something. You know, here's the thing. He may have, because he recognizes people from a lot of places. He's a big B-movie type of guy. Uh, oh, he recognized him from a movie called Warlock, which came out in 1989. And it reads like this. Wow. A warlock flees from the 17th to the 20th century with a witch hunter in hot pursuit. (laughs) And there is a picture of this man holding 
A high school football. Is this um the is this the partner to the new uh what is it first night of Christmas that's going to be on Netflix soon that we're what? totally going to watch the hell out of? I don't know what that is? But I don't <gasps> you don't know what this is? Uh huh. Oh my gosh! Holy crap! What is her name? What is her name? Hold up! I'm bringing this up because you have okay, to. Okay, okay. You have to. Like I have to read you this summary. Um, I am typing on the wrong keyboard again. Hey, weird how that works. <laughs> I want, tell me a thing. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, that's shit. I think Warlock is a prequel to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They really wanted to see how kids felt about high schools and medieval style magic. No! Okay, just a sec. I'm failing at this. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Keep talking, keep covering, keep covering. I think that's all there is to it. And I think in the movie Warlock, what ends up happening is he becomes the football coach. Because the football coach has a heart attack and he doesn't die. Because, you know, it's still a kid's movie to some degree. Um, but he's in the hospital and they've got the big game and they're finally doing well. Um, so then the Warlock takes over the team. Yes, found it. uses his magics to help them win the big game. Oh, this doesn't have a good summary. Okay. This is Vanessa Hudgens. Oh. And Josh Whitehouse. It is going to be on Netflix. Okay. It's called The First Night Before Christmas, Night with a K. It is literally a medieval knight has fallen through time and showed up at Christmas and now against all odds and she doesn't want to and i bet you they're gonna fall in love yeah they're gonna fuck what's uh what's it's like kate and leopold oh, but as a christmas movie a hallmark level one. christmas movie let's get it yes oh no Netflix, we're good job it comes out on the 21st we're 100 watching it we're watching it we're doing 100 watching it we'll discuss it on our christmas cast we have a surprise for the christmas cast too but we're not saying what that is yet it's going to be really good. Okay. We're very excited. Okay. No, I, you just have to see some of the, the trailers. It is every bit as cheesy okay. as it needs to be. All right. It is flat out a Hallmark level film. Okay. I'm going to look. They, gonna it, look. Like, they did the Prince, the Prince one a couple Christmases ago that was very good. Okay. Super cheesy. Let's do it. I'm ready. It is about the season for some cheesy movies to happen. Yeah. Okay. So, speaking of Louis Gossett Jr., um, we're going to like Haley Bark. She's going to go ahead. There's a dog out there. Um, so, he's been in such amazing things as Officer and a Gentleman, uh-huh. Roots, mm-hmm. Raisin in the Sun, mm-hmm. Jaws 3D. <laughs> I like that that makes a list. One of these things is not like the... Okay. Um, also, I did not know for Raising the Sun, not only was he in the movie, he was in the original Broadway precast. Oh, I think that's a thing that I knew, but I don't know why I knew it. I think from PBS somewhere. Yeah, I didn't, I knew, he, well, it's, I knew he had been on stage in Raising the Sun. I just okay. didn't realize it was the, like, OBC. He was the dude. Yeah, he was the guy. Also, what might be my favorite thing about him, this will be up your road. Okay. He helped... Richie Havens, right, Handsome Johnny. Richie Havens. He Richie like Valens? no Richie Havens. I don't know Richie he was like at Woodstock. Um, he's like I absolutely love him. Oh, I'm gonna look him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that name. Oh, I love Richie Havens. He's very, I mean, he's like a guy in a guitar. Oh God, I can't explain him. He's just oh, got it, folk. Yeah, he's folk he's, he's folk. Yeah, got it. That's got why it. Grace doesn't That's know why him. Grace don't know the thing. Um, but anyways, Handsome Johnny, which you've probably heard as well, it was a sort of well-known um, Vietnam protest song. But it's just it's one of my favorite one of the Woodstock sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm for it. Um, also, I had did also hear through grapevines and read a couple things that he was one of the like on the short list possibilities for General Landry oh, before uh, before Bo cool. was cast. Yeah, I can see him. I mean, Bo Bridges is cool, but that would have been cool too. I mean, they've got a lot of big names. Yeah, interesting. So previously on Stargate, we had sword fighting. Bala uh, um, fucking died. Do we need much else? Bala died. End of story. We all know what happened. Mm-hmm. 
So they arrive in this like beautiful marble lake. Yeah. Where they like walk on water. <laughs> yeah. The Plains well, of Celestis. It's a ring device, but it's very elven-ish. It's, it's not ancient-ish. Yeah. It's very elven-ish. I mean, just sort of this moss, like, marble look is beautiful. Um, they're also, again, walking on water. Um, but they walk through the halls of the City of the Gods mm-hmm. into a meeting or banquet or briefing room, and they're going to wait here. Back in our galaxy, on a planet that's like, Early Abydosian ish, mm-hmm. sorta, kinda. Um, a, a, a prior comes through the Stargate. Yeah, that's <sighs> super cool. Hallowed are the Ori. Oh, that's normal. And everyone's like, infiltrating. Who the fuck's this guy coming through the Stargate? Mm-hmm. Who are you? <laughs> At the SGC, in the briefing room with Cam and Carolyn and Tilk and Landry, um, Daniel and Vala are stable, but they can't remove the communication stones. Yeah. Uh, it's connected to their mind. So, like, caution's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's not kill them again. Remember how Vala died? Yeah. Let's not do that again. Uh, Landry gets that. But listen, um, if there's any more trouble, turning it off is the priority. And he calls Teal'c into his office. So Teal'c briefs him on Garrick. On the Jaffa drama. Jaffa! Uh, so Garrick was the first prime of Montu. Um... Montu followed Ra, later followed Ball after mm-hmm. Ra fell. And Jaffa after after the yeah. <laughs> these these two episodes are just lore. Yeah. Um after the gold went bye-bye, uh-huh. the Ball's armada was led by a Jaffa named Hubrock. Yeah. He's a good guy. Okay. He's an ally of Braytac. Um, he would have supported all the democracy reforms that Teal'c and Braytac and Ragnar are pushing. But... But four months ago, Hubrock disappeared. Hmm. And while they can't, like... That's strange. Hit it. just randomly disappear? Well, they can't, like, pit it on Garrick. Sure. I mean, everyone basically knows what happens to him. Uh, and Garrick supports a much more traditional old school, old way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And he's also scooped up all the power. Yay, that makes everything super fun. Landry very much I'm is- I'm really glad you explained to me because now I've now watched the episode twice and listened to you explain it and I'm still kind of like uh, in the lore dump of oh, the Foth. Yeah. But yeah, this part was tough for me to get through. Sometimes yeah. the lore dumps, I'm like, just get to the things. So basically, yeah, it's, it's basically, there was a guy that was super powerful. Okay. And would have been backing all of this. He would have so much power that democracy would have come. That he would have backed Braytech and Teal'c. And, like, their vision of the Jaffa future Mm -hmm. would have, because of Hubrock's power over, you know, as a leader, would have been gold. That guy was killed by Garrick. Yeah, because Garrick was like, hey, this is trouble for me. Yeah. I'm going to kill it. I want more power. Yep. So... In the Ori's briefing room ish, uh, Daniel's reading. Vala's just laying on the table. He's reading the Book of Origin, which is basically like most religious texts filled with fables and, um, you know, characters are identifiable, mm-hmm. stories and, and doctrines are teached with parables, oh. um, you know, very, very sort of standard in the structure. Yes. Um, they mostly teach meditation on one's self-worth and self-significance and a path. A path of righteousness towards a state of higher being. Mm-hmm. Vala eats an apple. No symbolism at all. Hey, nothing there. No, no symbolism at all. Um, and interesting that Daniel finds is that fire is a central theme. Vala's like, no shit. Mm-hmm. Been there. Yeah. I could have told you that fucking shit. Um, But Daniel points out an interesting dichotomy that here, and truthfully for some religions here on Earth as well, Mm. fire is light. It is energy. It's renewal. It's warmth. Yeah. Um, But in other major religions, it's associated with sort of things that are evil, this demonic imagery with hell. And so Daniel actually wonders if the ancients had, like, anything to do with that reversal. Yeah. Interesting. It goes along. I did um, a project, part paper, part 
visual because mm-hmm. fine arts major. Um, that was, and I think I've, again, I've mentioned it here on this podcast. There's only so many stories that we have, but yeah. <laughs> that talked about how, um, if you're talking about electromagnetic spectrum, mm-hmm. blue is actually much more energetic and much more, yeah. um, warm essentially ish yeah. kind of not really. Uh, and, and red is actually the, the lower frequency and how those basically have gotten, got flipped in color tone just because of biblical things. Well, not just the fact that fire is warm mm. and, and ice, it always has that sort of blue tone has depicted cold and just how that flip happened from actual electromagnetic science. I mean, that is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I do love that for our ancients, there is still the fallen angel idea. Yeah. With the ori. Yeah. Because it's essentially what we're dealing with, I think. That and some others. We'll get to a little bit of a lore dump later on. More lore. More lore. Um, the main door opens to the room That's and... That's my AKA is for this episode. Lore dump. Lore dump, yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, and the prior tells them that the village they were in has been corrupted. And I was like, we didn't do it. And puts the half-eaten apple back into the bowl. Good job. I like that she hides it, too. Like, she cheats it, too, yeah. so you can't see where she bit it. So Daniel is more productive and tries to explain the whole communication mix-up thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they meant no harm. They're, you know, looking for the Alterans. Mm-hmm. And the prior just wants to know about other, other unbelievers in the city. And wanting to guide them back to the path. Yeah. Bala's real sure it'll be gentle and... You know, loving. Yeah. And the prior says the Ori give everyone free will. Hmm. Okay, so if they're so powerful, then why do they need us to tell us who doesn't and does not believe in them? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I mean, the Ori don't need anything from us. <laughs> and Daniel's been on this road before and yeah. starts quoting some Oma lines. Yeah. Um, I definitely like how Daniel close reads this like, yeah. biblical paper thing. Yeah. Um, and now I want to know who writes for Daniel because I want them to do close reads because I understand that it's not the actual actor doing the yeah, yeah. It's the writers. But I dig it. Yeah. I want to see, I want to see what they're You know, and I, and I just realized that both in this episode and the last one, I have failed to say the writer and director. Yeah. And I apologize. Normally I do that. And I normally do the premiere date. And somehow I blinked. Guess what? Things happen. Yep. We will find it. So in the infirmary, Cam is in the observation part watching Daniel and Vala, and Landry's in a job for him. They have a report from Dr. Lindsay on P3X421, who is the smarty pants he interviewed in the first episode of the season. Um, a missionary come has come through the gate spouting a new religion, and while people are more than welcome to follow whatever religion they want, uh, the, these people specifically are still reeling from realizing their previous religion was fake and used to enslave them for generations. So this is more making sure this is not an opportunist trying to use a situation. Charlatan with a flashy bag of tricks, yep. if you will. Yep. And the guy is supposedly performing miracles. So Cam is going to take SG-12 and go check it out. Yay. Let's go get the snake oil salesman. Yeah. Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and get ourselves a hack. Sorry. <laughs> I like it. In the City of the Gods, the prior is just reciting the Book of Origin. Oh, sure. That's how you do it. is about to lose it. Uh, Daniel points out that, look, we aren't in the market for a new gods or a new religion. And yeah, so if we're you're tr- good on gods, thanks, bye. Like, we're not, converting us is not going to work. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, the will of the Ori brought you here. Yeah, can we, uh, can we talk to the Ori? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Daniel's like, cool. Can, can we, he goes, yeah, if you speak, they will, they will hear you. <sighs> Super cool. Yeah, okay, can I talk to your manager? Yeah. Like, the Dosai, he remembers from the book. Uh Uh-huh. He's basically the Ori Pope. Yeah. Um, the... The... The the Pope Ori. The Pope-i? That's that's not good. (laughs) The Pope Ori. Well, the Posai is not any better. Let's go. So it's sort of the magic phrase because the prior leaves Daniel away, uh, leaving Vala in the room 
alone. She's I not happy. I think it's important that we constantly remind Vala not to touch things. Yeah. And I think <laughs> Just Daniel does a very poor job of that. Hands in pocket. Yeah. Hey, don't touch it. Like anything. Whatever it is, don't. Yeah. Whatever you're looking at, just don't touch Stop. it. Sit on the floor with your hands to yourself. Yeah. Hands crossed. Yeah. Yikes. So meanwhile, at the SGC, Garrick arrives with a full entourage um, and doesn't seem to have the warmest of welcomes as mm-hmm. Teal'c is sending him less than diplomatic death glares. Mm-hmm. It's just straight up dagger eyes. You know, let's l- l- listen. For all of Teal'c's many strengths, mm-hmm. hiding his true feelings is not one Poker of them. Poker face is not one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So on Not Quite Abydos, the prior is reciting from the Book of Origin. Uh, Cam comes up uh, from the Stargate, adding on, quoting Ecclesiastes. Thank you, because I can never. Yeah. I always... Um, and we get a bit of character building here uh-huh. because we learn his grandma was a Bible thumper oh, yeah. who would He's bring her all figured out. her grandkids uh, to long Sundays <laughs> at Hilda's Church of the Grand Epiphany. God, how bored was he in there? It's very. Yeah, so bored. Very. Well, not only this, it's like... Not only is he get, he's like he seems to be an especially active physically person. Yes. So it's like I can't. Well, because and here's the thing, I can imagine this is the type of church where it's not just you have Sunday school mm-hmm. and then you have mass, but this is the place that does like the luncheons yeah. after. That's a lot. Of You're there life. pretty much from the morning until late afternoon. I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, he's a history buff. It's, it's fine if you want to be there, but imagine yeah. if you don't want to be yeah. there. How shitty that is. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently Cam is from Kansas. Okay. We don't learn this here. I'm just saying, like, we we later find out, not a giant spoiler, that Cam is from Kansas. <laughs> um, although I seriously still would have guessed the Carolinas, but that's probably because Ben is from the Carolinas. Oh, that would make sense, too. Something about the Bible-thumping approach to... It's also just something about his his accent. Yeah. That's fair. Well, he he's probably just Ben's accent. He just, that's what I'm saying, like, he just feels like a Carolina boy. Yeah, I dig that. I'll take it. I know a couple of them. <laughs> so Cam tries to have a conversation with the prior. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's a just basically circle talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's no straight answers um, until the prior says, yeah, well, you're from Earth, the home of Daniel Jackson. Oh, yeah. I know all the things about you. I know everything's about you that there is to know. Thanks. Bye. Which um, causes everyone to pause. Because. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Apparently, Daniel Jackson is where the prior learned that you have needs. Mm-hmm. The need is the revelation of your destiny. What in the farts is going on? Yeah, just the name of like Daniel Jackson causes like a giant record scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is. Yeah. How is this okay? So back in the city of the gods, but in the new room, there is a person standing before. It's the symbol that, like, <laughs> looks like the the vagina altar that Thala <laughs> was burned out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but on when it's on a wall up like that, it looks a little bit more like an onk, like a elongated onk, yeah. sort of. Um, and there's just one wall of fire. Just literally a wall of fire. Just. Literally- fantastic interior decorating an air show Uh well actually i think it's still do it but they would have robosaurus do you remember robosaurus no he's literally a giant robot dinosaur that they would have at the air show like stories tall yeah no he breathes fire oh my gosh you don't know i don't um and they would do so basically at the end of the day the evening show because it's dark you can't just have the planes flying anymore so they would pull out Robosaurus, and he's like, roars around, and he's a giant robot dinosaur. Um, um, were you just watching Power Rangers? No, no, no. Okay. This is a real thing. Um, and then they would do a wall of fire that was so huge that you could see him. You could see the wall of fire from our house. <gasps> and we did not live that close to the area. Like, we live close-ish. Um, of course, my internet is the slowest thing either, ever. Look. It's a Robosaurus. Oh my god. He's a real guy. Never heard of this. Oh, and he eats cars. Oh, he's he's a carnivore. 
Uh, okay, I'm done now after that one. No, but look, look how cool he is. I had never heard of him. Look, he's coming for the people. Oh I my. Post a picture of Robosaurus. My favorite is how he's just like sitting on. On his haunches? <laughs> on his haunches. Oh, yes. It's very tiring being Robosaurus. <laughs> I don't remember that back part existing before. I am. Um, I actually just more was saying how I would really. <laughs> Like, <laughs> sorry guys, I'm now showing Nixie pictures of Robosaurus. I was more just saying how much I would really like to find the wall of fire option at IKEA and install it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Dosai also has the most extra cowl ever. Yeah. It's just giant like metal. It, it looks like he split the tongues of a fork yeah. and just shoved it back there. Yeah. Uh, and he knows Daniel's name. And he knows where Daniel is from. Yeah. Uh, cool. So you also probably know that this is not what I actually look like. Yeah. Um, and that we are explorers and explorey shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Dosai says, yeah, a prior's already been sent. Hmm. It's the will of the Ori that we should spread origin to everyone. Gross. Now it sounds like you're just fucking everyone. Just spread the Ori. <laughs> um, yeah, well, first, oh, it's another galaxy. So that's really cool and interesting for me to make yeah. a mental note that you yeah. can send people there. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, the people in that galaxy may not be super cool with the yeah. whole worship us or be burned deal. Because yeah. we kind of like a variety in our religion. We don't really love burning to death it's not really our deal ultimatums aren't like our favorite thing no we super don't do great with them uh and it does say it's like yeah no it's uh if you reject the path to enlightenment you're gonna get destroyed mm-hmm. totally fine but not back at the sgc uh, Landry and Teal'c escort Garrick around as Landry quotes George Washington about friendship, whereas Garrick quotes the first prime of Horace mm-hmm. about how there's more honor in dying at the hands of a brother than killing a would-be friend. Yeah. Landry's like, that's a wise man. He's like, yeah, no, I, he was killed after he lost one of the greatest battles in history, and I'm the one who killed him. Because I'm a piece of shit. He was a fool who didn't deserve an honorable death. Uh... Cool, 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 cool! Cool. Yeah. Hey, is there an unscheduled wormhole that's gonna start soon to save yeah. Can me we, uh, from get out of this, this conversation? foot in? Yes. Mm-hmm. So the dosai continues. Back with Daniel. Sure. Um, uh, spouting, you know, dogma. Yeah. And Daniel counters back, trying very hard to be diplomatic, yeah. but explaining he's pretty sure who knows he knows who the Ori are, mm-hmm. and. Like, you're not gods. You're just descended. Yeah. And you're the dose. Mutants. Yeah, and the dosai, which, by the way, Dan has got a pair of big old brass balls to be yeah. just like, yeah, yeah no, you're not a god. Yeah. Oh, you just told me how you burn people, and then I watched this girl that I know burn to death. Yeah. But let me still be real clear about this. Um, and the dosai's like, well, what is a god except a being that is worshipped by those beneath him? And the, the, the Ori are smart and powerful. And, and full of themselves. Yeah, Daniel's like, look, I can, like, respect them, maybe, but I'm not going to, like, go murder for them. Yeah. Do the Ori speak to you directly? Or, like, maybe maybe you're just misinterpreting and, and that you made your own religion? Like, seriously, think about, like, he. this is essentially him saying this to a religion's leader like yeah. the pope yeah 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 yeah. hey maybe you're not as cool as you think you are maybe you just made up your whole religion i mean I and you misinterpreted god existence to this and so have many generations yeah. before you but what if it's all bullshit yeah so um in his own daniel's own humble opinion uh you can't actually achieve enlightenment through fear and fear-mongering right. i mean look daniel's all for bettering yourself but not if it the, like ascension is the end goal here like you have to get there from your own free will. Mm-hmm. You, you like he goes. You can kill me for saying this, but this is truly what I believe, and nothing you're ever going to do or say is going to change my mind. Yeah. Um, and Daniel like awkwardly waits for the answer, and the dosai so just says, yeah. "Come," <laughs> and he like leads Daniel to the fire balcony. Awesome. Um, 
the the dose like observe some like absorbs fire and some like fire swirls around yeah. and his eyes glow and we hear a whole chorus in his voice going we don't require blind faith just that you believe what you see and know to be true mm. they're very convincing in that sense yeah super cool it's yeah. no problem yeah that's cool it's uh, it's it's very like hey Seeing is believing, right? And like all the established religions that we know of, yeah, it's like the opposite. Uh huh. It's like faith is what gets you through. So let's it's like say you're reverse sick of religion. It. Yeah. Well, it's like say you're sick of it. Like think of the amount of people you could turn with. It's like I'm seeing this. Yeah. With my own eyes, mm-hmm. it's factual. Why would I not believe it? Which is exactly why. There, I'm assuming there's only one religion in this galaxy. Mm-hmm. Creepy. In the briefing room, Landry is giving a diplomatic overture about this is just a pre-meeting to the hopeful future meeting where we can maybe have an official meeting about a treaty between us. A meeting about a meeting about a meeting. Um, but Garrick is more interested in the prior that's coming through the gate right now. Landry explains that he claims he represent gods called the Ori. Mm-hmm. Uh, might be byproducts of the dismantling of the gold infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Um... And Landry knows there's just as many humans as Jaffa out there, and we have to learn to work together mm-hmm. so that victory that was hard fought would not descend into chaos. Because teamwork makes the dream work. Yes. That's all. On the fire balcony, mm-hmm. uh, we learn the true difference between the Ori and the ancients. Mm-hmm. The Ori tell Daniel that the Alterans are those who abandoned the path, that they're evil. That they shielded you. Oh, look at all that. Daniel always thought the Ascended Ancients didn't really do much of anything for them. They just kind of sat back and watched, but he was wrong. Yeah, they kept you in this bubble and now you fucked it all up. Yeah, they actually have been hiding humanity mm-hmm. in their galaxy from the Ori. Good job, us. <laughs> so the Ori and the Ancients used to live together as the Alterans. Mm-hmm. They were one people. Then they had a huge difference in beliefs. Oh, yeah. I mean, it sounds pretty different. It kind of sort of, to oversimplify things, became like the whole science versus religion split. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Technology. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay, Well, it's like, but the the idea that the, the Ori, as it became more powerful... Was like, oh no! See, we're we're super all powerful and benevolent, and then mm. like you should you should worship us. Yeah. And the ancients were like, yeah, no, yeah, no, that's not that's not how that works. It, it's really um, like if an authoritarian versus a not authoritarian approach in the in the most like, two extremes possible. Yeah. Uh. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So for some reason, they bring the prior to the infirmary observation room. And Cam explains that they can't disconnect Vala and Daniel. And the prior is just like, well, it's the will of the Ori. They're so full of garbage. Cam's like, look, we would maybe listen to you a little more if you, like, helped us out in this situation. Yeah. In the briefing room, they're discussing planets. Um, apparently, some of the Tari... The, some of the planets the Tari are discussing, and we don't know the context, whether they want to control them or at least not let the Jaffa take them over or something. Um, some of those planets have plentiful Naquita mines on them. Mm-hmm. And um, Teal, well, in the, Jaff- the Jaffa, like one of the entourage is like, you just want them because there's Naquita mines. Yes, we like oil. That's not a problem. <laughs> and Teal points out that, yeah, but those ones also have huge human populations uh-huh. on them. And the Jaffa questions which side Teal'c is on. And before Teal can jump around his throat, yeah. Landry's like, let's not. Let's not. Yeah. Um, Garrick's on a different topic altogether, though. Yeah. He wants to meet the prior. He wants to hear what his claims are. And he wants Boy. to challenge him. Good. This sounds like a good thing. So Daniel heads back to the dining room of the gods. Uh, Val's like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, bad. Bad's going on, basically. Bad things happen. All the bad. Mm-hmm. He explains to her what he's discovered, 
about how he thinks um, the aura, I think, because they're ascended, all humans should worship them. Mm-hmm. Basically, the Ori are assholes. Yes. Okay, and Vala's like, duh, I probably knew that already, but yeah. fine. Now we have legitimate proof. Yeah. Um, and I also love, she's like, I don't think enlightenment means what they think it means. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that word means what you think it means. Yeah. Uh, and, and that, like, in the end, the ancients were hiding us in our galaxy from the Ori. Yeah. So basically, Daniel's like, hey, we fucked up. We fucked up big time because now the Ori know we're here because and we fucked up. It's super yours and mine fault for just touching the toys yep. that we probably shouldn't have just randomly touched. Remember how it got you killed? Yeah. So that's not even the worst thing. No. There's so much more beyond yeah. just getting you killed, which I know sucked for you. But let me tell you how this is worse. And that's basically the conversation they're having. Fala's like, you can't blame me for this shit. Like, curiosity is part of human nature. And like, why? Why didn't the ancient stop stuff? It was so powerful to keep us hidden. And oh. Daniel's like, free will. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Bad. Bad times. Like, free will is that important to the ancients. It's so important that you are willing to let people just kill themselves. They were ready to let the galaxy destroy itself. Yeah. Because free will. That's how free will works. Like, they're not going to interfere with the yeah, lower planes. They're like expert black belt level of detachment. Yeah. Yeah. Yowza. Um, if someone wants to worship the Ori, it's their choice. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to stop the Priors from coming into the galaxy. There's already one in our galaxy. Uh. And while the Priors have cool superpowers, they are still human. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the options kind of are like when it's cake or death, but it's a really, really shitty cake and death. It's like poop or death. Yeah. Would you prefer poop? Would you like a poop cake or, or death? Or death. I mean, you're like, well, I mean, I'd prefer neither, but I guess... It's a cow pie? Yeah. <laughs> but an actual cow pie? Graves. <laughs> mmm, pie. <laughs> so Daniel has no clue what to do. Uh, this could basically turn into a crusade, and Vala just knows they have to get out of these bodies one way or the other. Yes. At the same time, we see the Dosai tell the prior to take the two back to the village and to cleanse the city... Forever marking the beginning of a new age. What a nice way to, to word that. Let's just cleanse the city. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure cleanse is not like... Like wash it down. No. With the you know, water hose. No. <laughs> uh, evil has raised a great many undelivered in a far off place and they must be shown the path. Mm-hmm. This is, this is not good. No. None of the ores. Yeah. It's like, fuck, I just walked into this room and made everything worse. Um, there's no one doing it. There's no one doing it. It's like, um, opening your mouth when you didn't realize you weren't supposed to. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now I'm swearing. Now I'm swearing. And you just Homer your Simpson way into bushes. Yeah. Basically, that's what Daniel's trying to do right now. So Daniel and Val are taken back to Herod and Salas's home. Mm-hmm. They're 100% sure they were sent back to help weed out heretics. And the or if the Ori again, like if they're all knowing, mm-hmm. why the fuck do they can't just know these things where the heretics are? And things like it's a lot to keep track of that, or they let the people do all the enforcing to you know, reinforce loyalty. They don't, they don't want to do any of the dirty work. I mean, why not? If you think you're that yeah. important and you're that arrogant, you're like gross. I'm not even gonna. Do it's like I feel like it's the mob mentality. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's just the the Ori just sitting in the back of an Italian uh, yeah. restaurant, ordering <laughs> things around from the booth. Bottle of red. <laughs> Bottle of what? I don't know why I turned into Billy Joel. I like it. I'll take it. Mainly probably because of the name of the song. So the problem is is that um, there's no way to find where the artifacts are, nor to find where the communication thing is. Mm-hmm. Because he's assuming that maybe there's another bubble device. Because they already have the little scaraby thing. There's no way to find any of this without giving up Thanos and his people as heretics. Where everything's screwed. Like, you either get yourself saved and then risk other people, or you don't risk anyone else, and then you're fucked here forever. Yeah. What to do? Yeah. What to do? So, in the briefing room, um, we're in mid-conversation. The prior is like... What's this? You don't believe in a higher power? 
And Landry is the very diplomatic answer of like, oh, there's a lot of different points of view on that subject. Yeah, you're in the wrong. You're on the wrong planet. For yeah, that. we've got so many just in this planet alone. Yeah, yeah, a whole variety. We have a whole smorgasbord. Uh-huh. Different. Different sizes, different shades. Got a little like startups, you know what I mean? Yeah. We've got a whole bunch of like local business. Different run. sizes. Yeah. They vary with the amount of gods. We're not interested in the big box religions yeah. of your, you know, universal types. Yeah. We're kind of like we keep it. Some like yeah. overlap. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. They come, they go, they come again. Yeah. Uh, Teal'c is also just like, we just shed our false gods after he enslaved us for generations. Yeah, so fuck you. <laughs> Garrick's like, yeah, this is true. However, um, many of us believe in the path to enlightenment, though. Hmm, Garrick, don't do this. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Origin will totally guide you there. He's selling him. And you'll be uplifted. He's definitely selling him. And I've come to spread to the unbelievers who have been sheltered and raised by evil. Hmm, that feels great. Cam's like, this seriously sounds like my grandmother. Mm-hmm. This can't be good for anyone. Yeah, I feel like the whole problem between Garrick and this prior is that Garrick is so sure of himself that he can't be run over by... He can't be bamboozled. He can't be bamboozled. He's the prime candidate to be bamboozled. He's being bamboozled, yep. He's exactly the one who's going to be bamboozled. So in the village at night, they all have fantastic cloaks. Yay. I seriously love cloaks. And there's a knock at the door, and it's just like... They're going to go prep to look at the artifacts themselves. And just as they're about getting ready to go do this, Daniel, um, there's a knock at the door. Mm-hmm. And Daniel grabs something to try to like beat over the head, whoever enters. And they're like, oh. no, it's Fannis. It's fine. Don't yeah, kill anyone. Um, so he's not dumb. He knows that they're going to use Daniel and Vala to get to him and his people. Like, I think Fennis has already showed us that he's not an idiot. No. In any sense of the word. So I don't understand why Daniel's still constantly like, let me protect you. It's like, bruh, I can protect myself. Yeah. Um, and, and he's like, I'm not going to leave. I actually, I actually want you to get back to earth because then you can tell your people what's happening here. And then someday you can come back here and you can tell our people about the greater yeah. universe. It's a little bit arrogant of Daniel to be like, no, they were actually, it's like, whereas Venice is like, dude, I see the long game. Yeah. I am aware of what's going on here. Yeah. I have vision and I understand the way the system's going to go. Yeah. He's like, just tell us where it is. And he's like, no, I'm going to show you. He goes, you're risking your life. Yeah. And and Fannis tells him that Herod and Salas and him, all of them, they've always known that they may have to give their lives for the cause. Yep. They just hope to make it worth it. They are super ready for this. So they all venture out under the hood of cloak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in a hidden room inside a crate, there is the same little popcorn machine. Yes. And they quickly attach the stones. And for half a second, it works. Oh, yeah. In the infirmary, they can see all the, the, the data fluctuating on the machines, and Daniel wakes up for half a second. Yeah. And we see Herod and Salas as themselves, and Fannis tenses up. And then the shit's gonna And of course, in my head, I think it's very similar to a recent moment on Critical Role. Mm-hmm. If you've seen it, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and, and a prior comes down the stairs. Yeah. That's a thing. And the machine's light goes off, and Daniel and Vala are back here. It back there in not at the SGC, yeah. and the prior throws Fannis across the room and pins Daniel against the wall. And the prior goes on about the people delivering the wicked and yada yada, brimstone, as Fannis dies. Fuck. Here's the part that sucks. As far as Fannis knows, he didn't even save them. No. Like he just died. Yeah. Well, to be fair, as we'll see, it gets worse uh-huh, for funny. other people. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the really dark part that they don't really mention. Uh-huh. Um, now Daniel and Vala are being dragged, kicking and screaming, and carried into the square. Their hands are bound. And Vala's like, I love the Ori. The Ori are my favorite. They're really awesome. Uh-huh. I've seen the light. No one believes me. She's like, fuck it. I'll say whatever I need to. Please don't believe Literally, me. Yeah. Um, Daniel, like, <laughs> Daniel's like, I've hurt you too better. 
<laughs> yeah. You are a much better liar than this. And he tries fighting, but it doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're tied to the to the back to back in the fire gina. Yeah. And the <laughs> the yeah. administrator goes on and on. Dogma uh, Brimstone. If you want to be Lithgow. Yeah. He is kind of. Yeah. Uh basically burn the unbelievers is what he's saying. Oh boy. Second time's a charm, Vala says. Mm-hmm. In the SGC briefing room, the prior tells him that they don't shield knowledge like others, ancients, uh, do. Just follow the path. Assholes. It's all laid out for you. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Just do whatever exactly we want you to do, and we won't burn you to death. The end, bye. Walter whispers something to Landry, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be right back. Hey, Cam, come with me. Mm -hmm. Out in the hallway, Carolyn tells him that Daniel Novala woke up for just a moment. Yep. Something's definitely weird. And oh boy, did they have something to say. Mm-hmm. In the village, uh, the guy goes on, like, and the prior is standing there as well. Mm-hmm. I'm watching all this. Cam comes back into the brief room, pointing his gun at the prior, as do a bunch of other guards. Garrett's like, what the actual fuck? Yep. And yeah, we got some new intel, Landry shares. Mm-hmm. And they go to take the prior staff. And Garrett wants to know what that info was. And it's like, we'll tell you in a minute when you're not so fucking crazy. And the prior plays innocent. He's just preaching the word of the Ori. Yeah, no. And uh, Lange is like, yeah, that was never going... You that's That wasn't going to be spread among this world ever. Right. We never really went for your bullshit. Thanks, bye. And prior's like, well, then I must go. And they're like, yeah, no, you're, that's not going to happen either. Yeah. In the village, hallowed are the Ori. Mm. The bucket is lit on fire by the prior. Yay, it's fire bucket time again. It's so much fun when fire bucket This whole fun. end of the episode flies back and forth yeah. in hot motion. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the SGC, also Holiday the Ori, as he, like, casts summons, instant summons <laughs> yeah. on his staff, but, like, a lower-level version of it. Yeah, yeah. I He's want... Like, I want a lower-level version of instant summons. Like, just enchant one item... Yeah. So within like I'll say a hundred foot radius, I can just call that one item to That's me. One item. Well, if it was Sam, it would be either her staff or her satchel. What if you, What if you're Nixie? If I was Nixie, okay, it's not one item; it'd have to variable, but it'd be my knitting. That's a good idea. Yeah, that makes sense. It'd be my knitting. Mm-hmm. But I would not have it within a hundred foot radius. I would like to come to me if I was like somewhere else from home. Yeah. Like I forgot my knitting. Summon. Yeah. Send to me. I don't want to have to um, destroy a gem. I believe that's it's like a higher level, so it's like a really expensive gem you have to destroy for yeah, it. Yeah, don't do that. That's too much work. So in the village, the bucket is tipped. Hmm. And the SGC... <laughs> I'm going to start saying that instead of like the gauntlet is thrown. The, <laughs> the bucket, bucket is, is tipped. tipped. At the SGC, the prior spontaneously combusts into flames. <laughs> and the flames get really close to Daniel Vala. And the prior in the wow. briefing room disappears in flame like one of those like the fire sheets of the paper the fire paper that yeah, magicians yeah. use and as a code blue for daniel and vala is called over the speaker and cam and daniel go running yep Tilk. yes cam and Tilk. daniel and vala still struggle to stay unburnt as long as again they're like they're bound but they're like <laughs> just stay away from the fire what do i how do i fireproof myself i'm just gonna start spitting on myself and hopes that i'm wet enough <laughs> Um, just smoke for a while. Carolyn says the same thing that happened before is happening, but this time it's both of them. And Lee reminds him that it's drawing power. The popcorn machine is power drawing power directly from subspace. So they can't just explode it. Yeah. And so many and, fancy words. And Teal'c suggests the Stargate. Yeah. Lee's like, what the fuck's that going to do? It's like subspace. It's going to still working if it's on another planet. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's not their plan. Another planet is not their plan. And uh, Cam tells him, just call and tell him to start dialing somewhere. I don't care yeah, where. Just dial. Daniel and Vala are still terrified, almost on fire. Uh-huh. Walter dials. Landry's... I, mean, I feel like terrified is an appropriate way to be also almost on fire. Also, understatement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understatement. Uh-huh. Severe understatement. Yeah. That's one of those cases where words don't quite function. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Cam and Teal'c run through the base, out of the way, out of the way, out of the way. Um, still the same for Daniel and Vala. It's getting hard to breathe now. Yep. 
Walter has to pause the dialing so Cam and Teal can get in position. Yeah. Somehow Walter hears them while they're running through the base. He just knows things. Maybe he's got an earpiece in. Tension is Val on Daniel. Uh... And in the infirmary, their bodies are starting to go into shock. Mm-hmm. They make it to the gate room. Walter finishes dialing. They throw the device into the kawoosh. Yes. And we now see Herod and Salas in the center of the flames, which holy shit. Can you imagine being gone from your body for that long and then you wake up to die? Yeah. Like, they, we know from Fannis that they probably mentally, as much as you can, prepare yourself and know that you would sacrifice yourself you for, but you, yeah, yeah you, you can can't. say that like that's part. We always knew, and we have to sacrifice ourselves for but the truth. But no, 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 no. But yeah, but yeah, we have saved Daniel and Vala. Mm-hmm. But as a direct consequence, at what cost? Now, granted, Herod and Salas may have died anyway right. because their bodies would have been dead. Yeah, that's true. And who knows what? Who knows where their minds were? Yeah. Which I guess it's better than their minds just floating out in subspace. We don't know if somehow they were in Daniel and Vala, but like they were in a coma. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Or if they were in their own heads, but like siphoned back. Well, and if it weren't enough, this isn't even the end of the fucking episode. No. Like if this weren't shitty enough, there's more. But yeah, can you just, you wake up and you're in flames. Uh Uh-huh. You're like, cool, I'm going to go back to sleep now. Yeah, this is where the Spongebob meme shows that's like, all right, I'm going to head out. Yeah. Like that Spongebob meme shows up. I don't know that, man. Yeah, I'm going to show it to you after. Okay. Carolyn and Lee are about to shock Daniel and Vala when their eyes open, so don't shock them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously they are extremely panicked as they wake up and look around. Yeah. The gate is still active when Landry gets the call and shares the word that they have regained consciousness. Well done. That is what Cam is talking about right yeah. there. Yep. So back in the fire room, the docile rewards the administrator, who gets to look upon the flames, and he magically turns into a new prior. Yay. Ages him, gets paler, wipes his eyes. All over his face. Sort of turns into like a vampire looking thing. I guess so, yeah. And yeah, the docile basically literally calls for a crusade on our galaxy. Cool. Great holy armies trained to fight ships that will carry our warriors out among the stars. It's that their dress is so medieval then because it is crusade times. And all the wicked shall be vanquished. Yay! A new enemy to deal with for the rest of the life. So at some point later in Daniel's office... Maybe the Wraith will eat the Ori. That would be awesome. That'd be cool. <laughs> Teal'c is there in Daniel's office and Vala undoes the linking bracelets. Mm-hmm. He thanks her and she says nothing. And Cam tells to tell him that Landry's waiting. So in the briefing room, yeah, priors are going to show up. Uh-huh. And the galaxy is far away, but the priors have power. They yeah. can make things happen. And even with a one-way trip, priors have no issues with sacrifice, they oh, think. Yeah. We'll just keep making more. We'll just yeah, throw essentially. More the fire thing. Yeah. And who knows if the ancients are going to try to stop the Ori themselves. But as for the Priors and humans, like, there's a lot of people in this galaxy who are going to buy into this religion. Imagine poor Daniel's conversation. She's like, so we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's real bad. <laughs> like, you're probably thinking it's bad. It's worse than that. Yeah. But let me tell you anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yikes. And Tuk's like, please, we know about false gods. Uh-huh. Um, but you have to remember, these aren't just people with advanced technology like the Gul'dar. Right. Like, the Ori have real power. They have uh, Asgard-level, not Asgard, but ancient-level shit. Yeah. It's going to seem like proof of God. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a very convincing argument. And Cam, I love him. Um, no, I think this is actually Landry. One of the two. I love the, I love the thought process here. He's like, just because we know there's beings on a higher plane of existence doesn't mean there's not higher planes above I them. Above that. Just keep going. That's what his grandma would say. Mm-hmm. And Vala looks at Daniel that the universe is supposedly infinite. There's always a bigger fish. 
And to which Landry he goes, it means it's impossible in everything, and that somewhere in there you got to fill in the blanks with a little faith, because he had a grandma too. Yay! That was Cam that did the higher planes of existence that, thing. Yeah, that's right. Um, so for now, it's business as usual. Cam says. Yep, nothing to do but wait for the shit to fall apart. Uh, Landry's like, let them bring it. We'll use their strengths, our strengths, against their weaknesses. It's a very weird line. But I guess it works. It has a solid strategy. Um, it is just a slightly weird way of I saying it. He says there's our weaknesses against their strengths. No, something. it's our strengths against their weaknesses. Yeah. Okay. But okay, that works too. In Daniel's office, sometime later. Yay. Jack shows up in dress blues. Woohoo! I'm surprised he shows up in the dress blues. I have I a hunch he has to do something. Well, it's, it's more of like I have a hunch that Jack has to wear them a lot more than normal these days. Oh, fair. And Daniel's like, what the hell are you doing here? He goes, yeah, nice to see you too. He was in the neighborhood and he has a surprise for Cam. Yeah. Daniel's like, yeah, he's still recovering from the last one where you didn't tell them we weren't on SG-1 anymore. And, uh... Jack's like, sorry, I missed the Daedalus. He's like, no, you're not. Dr. Lamb probably had some bone to pick with you, too. Yeah. He's like, sorry, I missed Daedalus. And Daniel's like, no, you're not. No, I'm I'm not. (laughs) What a dick. He was briefed on the last three episodes by Landry. Yeah. And uh, he's like, that's a problem. Yeah, this is going to be sucky. He goes, look, we've we've dealt with bad guys before. We've had tough situations. We always got on. And, um... And Daniel's like, yeah, but part of that, didn't it feel like they had some people looking out for us? Mm-hmm. And Daniel wouldn't tell this to anyone else. But for the first time, he's scared. Yeah. Um, this blows. This means that bad times are about to happen. And Jack's hungry. <laughs> Jack lives hungry. So is Daniel. Yes. Uh, so they're going to go get food. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming pie and jello. Well, what else would you eat if you were Jack? Exactly. That was the real reason Jack wanted out of the military. He's like, look, I'm tired of having to be in shape all the time. I just want to eat pie and jello. I just want pie and jello. Yeah. So the surprise is taking Cam out on an X-302. I'm guessing the very first time since his crash. Poor guy. Like, that's like the least you can do for him right now. Yeah. (laughs) Something to smile about. Uh, I mean, normally you don't get to take these things out for a joyride, but being a general has its perks. But basically the whole world just handed you your ass and the universe and things. So here. I mean, also once you've saved the planet seven or eight times, Cam adds. um, And Jack's like, who's counting? Teal'c, actually. (laughs) Teal'c would be counting. He mentions it often. Mm -hmm. Um, and Jack's like, well, really good with numbers. Uh, speaking of, why haven't you picked your team yet? Cam's mm. like, yeah, I'm really hoping I don't have to. Mm. We're hoping to, Cam. And uh, Cam asked to kick in the afterburners. Yeah. Oh, please, Jack you know, responds as uh, we fade as an X-302 flies through the atmosphere uh, they just dragged us through the dirt but yep. then they gave us a hug at the end they gave us a big old fuzzy it's hug it's gonna be okay it's like no it's not everything is scary everything sucks gotta go by mm-hmm. uh, these are some pretty uh tricky bad guys yeah we got dealing with now um also an entire these have been like two whole episodes without sam without sam i'm not well, about that. but for understandable reasons. I think that, yeah, I think that's, thank God Valo's there yeah. to distract us, but yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, non-spoiler, slightly why Vala is here. Well, yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> um, I'm also very interested into where Dr. Lamb okay. gets into things. Okay. There's clearly more to her story that we've hinted at. Um, I'm excited. I don't know what's going to happen. She's going to be like Janet's levels of doctor. Like, that's how important she's going to be. Okay. That's what I've decided. Okay. Uh, please don't kill her. Thanks, Spike. <laughs> <laughs> Heroes part three. Yeah. I don't know more. Um, yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. This episode feels bad. But that's fine, <laughs> I guess. That's just how things go sometimes. At least we got... I mean, we needed a new bad guy. <sighs> Why can't just things be cool for a while? <laughs> Why can't the bad guys just be little, like, lower-level bad guys that we just kind of, you know, fuck around with every now and then? <laughs> Blech. 
Um, okay, I'm ready. Alrighty. I'm ready for the next So, um, our next two episodes are going to be Atlantis. We're okay. going to do Intruder and then Runner. And then we will be back until the two-parters, until flipping back and forth. Okay, got it. But we've done the first episode of Atlantis, so we're going to do two more Atlantis now okay. to catch us up. So then we'll have finished the first three episodes of each series. <gasps> Stay with us, guys. Yes. It's going to get dicey, but we're going to love it. Um, Thank you for listening. Yes. I'm exhausted. I feel exhausted by these bad guys. I feel exhausted by the idea of, like, how the fuck are we going to deal with them? Mm-hmm. Things feel bad. Um, On a completely different note, for those yeah. of you who know Atlantis episodes, um, I've done calculations. And if my calculations are correct, you guys who know... Our 200th episode, I think, is going to be duet. Duet. For those of us, for those of us who know duet, know how that makes me happy. I'm going to call it the duet episode. Do it. Prediction. Everybody does it in that episode. Do it. Alrighty. Okay. I have been talking for a long time. Yeah. Let's take a break, uh, guys. Um, thank you for listening. We'll see y'all next week. Yes. Until then. Find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Rate us, like us, view us on podcasty things. Fuck the Fuck the Orion!